Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Oh, this is sad. Uh, From Fox 4, um, Kansas City Chiefs linebacker Willie Gay has assumedly uh, penned his farewell letter to Kansas City. So he must be leaving. After the Chiefs' AFC divisional win against the Dolphins, Gay posted on Twitter uh, that he may have played his last game at Arrowhead Stadium. Quoting here from Gay, uh, it's looking like I've probably played my last game in Arrowhead. Damn, I'm going to miss this place. Uh, The Chiefs did get their third Super Bowl ring in five years, and Gay's celebration was all over the internet as he celebrated shirtless with fans in downtown Kansas City yesterday. After the uh, blah, 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 Uh, let's see, he uh, tweeted out last night, we did did it right for sure. I love you forever, Kansas City. Juice man out. I want to remind everybody that tomorrow um, from 11 to 2, you can go to Redemptorist at 33rd and Broadway for free mental health services if you were impacted in any way um, by the trauma that has unfolded here in the last uh, 24 or so hours. I want to read a little bit from the Kansas City Star here because it's about an emergency room nurse, a career ER nurse who says, quote, I really wish I could have done more. It's really eating me up. All you heard was people screaming and running. I heard yelling, shots, shots, shots. Within seconds, the nurse with 15 years' experience would rush to help who she would later learn was one of the 23 victims. I walked around the corner, like around where I could see a little bit more. I could see that there was nobody else actively shooting. She saw a man lying on the ground. I threw the lawn chair back down, ran toward the man, and another woman rolled over and said, I'm a medic. She had a bag. We went around him. I got down on the ground. My foot was in a puddle of blood near him. Mm. I did not feel a pulse. I started doing mm. compressions, and I know they didn't feel like good compressions. The man's red hoodie was bloodied. She could not get a firm grip. I saw the medic as I left on top of him. Compressions, compressions, and I thought, dear God, they're still doing compressions. I wish I could have done more, she said. I have the worst survivor's guilt. It's really eating me up. She says she also struggles with questions. From her five-year-old son. Questions like this. Why would anyone want to hurt people? She and her boys, huge Chiefs fans, were here from Kentucky and are forever impacted in some way. I am so sad, she says, this is what my kids are going to remember. The Chiefs are something we love so dearly. And this is going to be tied to that. And everything was so good, she says, Mm. up until that point. 
just just keep in mind as as we go through the next few days and weeks, um, a couple of bad actors do not get to define our city. So how do you answer the question? Are shootings bad? Why would anyone want to do this? The five-year-old asked. Why would anyone want to hurt people? Let's go to Eddie Barnett, uh, licensed professional counselor, who was on with us earlier today, and he joins us again. Uh, Mr. Barnett, thank you very much for your time. Yeah, thanks for having me, Scott and Dana. Um, that's a, that's a, one of the hardest questions we can answer for our kids, right? I mean, just to just to how why would any why would this happen? Why would anybody? put this space in and just supporting them um, obviously is the first step in being, being there with them and being authentic. Um, how, how do you explain it? I mean, how, how do you talk to your kids about this kind of stuff? Um, so I, ideally um, just like I did after school today with, with my, with my two kids, um, just how, how did this interact today? What, what was this like? What was other people? Um, and then at the same time realizing like, they don't even recognize the full impact today and right. right now. And so being able to stay present with them, not only in the moment now, Hey, yeah, people are, there are some bad people in the world. Um, I've held that space, unfortunately in multiple occasions, um, which previous events, and there are some bad people in this world. And as we walk into that with the kids, you recognize, Hey, ha like we were talking earlier, like they, Sometimes they have more training than we've ever thought we would have. Hmm. But what we walk in and go, I'm here for you. Um, I'm going to continue to be there. And if, if, if you need more than me, then let's, let's continue to push into that and have somebody you can talk to. Yeah, and, um, and, and that's where that role. Go and, ahead. and we, Eddie, we talked earlier today. I, I am a true believer in talk therapy. And, and I, I believe it works wonders. It has talk therapy has saved my life. Uh, <laughs> several things have saved my life, uh, including the woman sitting to my right. Um, but talk therapy has definitely saved my life. Yeah, I, I can tell you, like getting a space for these for what you can handle as a parent when they go to answer a question like that. And when you feel like it's too much. Um, or you feel like, I just, I don't know how to support this. It's, it's turning to a professional. It's turning to that space. And yeah. they're the city we've seen um, amazing just today, the outpouring of, of professionals that are offering pro bono services, offering services, um, throughout the city and doing different things to open up, um, groups or, or group settings for people to come in and just process what they saw, what they experienced. And so, um, making sure we reach out for that, um, but don't bypass that as our kids ask that question. Yeah. Um, we also need to make sure we're, we're uh, asking that question of ourselves uh, as adults. Eddie, and to know, I think that it's okay that you don't want to talk about it. I, I went out with a dear friend of mine last night and I said, you know what? I need to just decompress, have a glass of wine, not five, um, we talked a little bit about it, but I can't wallow in the well after five hours of that coverage yesterday. And there's fatigue that there is trauma fatigue that is going to descend on this town. And I'm watching CNN right now. And it's all of the images from yesterday. And I would urge people it's OK to not watch those images that when charges are filed, we will let you know we have to wallow in that space because of our jobs. You don't. And that's so true. 
And right now it's a time for self-reflecting and, and being able to be true with yourself. And I mean, quite honestly, protect your heart at this point. If you don't have to, and you're feeling overwhelmed, limit your social media exposure, limit your, limit the media exposure to just what, what is a valuable or what needs to take place. Because right now, you know, just like we're saying, connect with your kids in that space, connect with your kids, connect with yourself, connect with just a glass of wine or whatever your unwind is, go do those things and know that like, that is the way we combat this, this traumatic situation and, and really down, you know, not downplay it, but give ourselves a spot where our heart can be um, rescued. Well, let's just, let's say it that way. Eddie, what do we say? Somebody just wrote in and said, my grandson keeps asking me, why would somebody do something like this? And I mean, you, as adults, you and I and Dana know that, there's just evil in this world. There are bad, and I think you mentioned this just a few minutes ago. There are just bad people in this world. But but how do you explain that to a seven-year-old kid, a ten-year-old kid, uh, that there are just there are just bad things. Bad people do bad things. Yeah. Well, and, and funny enough, uh, you say the age seven-year-old. I um, had one in my office last night, and the the space. Um, that was held with that seven-year-old that didn't know, and they don't have a phone. I mean, think about this. They had a friend at the parade. They didn't know if their friend was well. And as an adult, to know it, letting them know it hurts too. Like, be open with how you feel with this too, that you're angry, that there are bad people and it makes you angry. It's okay to say that. Um, It's okay to be honest with our kids and what our feelings are about this event that took place. Um, but don't try to overstep that, um, that space. Show up, be present with them, give them space, and allow it to be conversational. Um, kids need to talk. Um, there's a, it's a great book and done a lot of research on, on kids, for kids and, and the space, to be able to go in and say, Kids need a space to just talk this through. Trauma comes out in their words. Yeah. And it may come out not in con- like in a where you sit down on them with them on the couch. It may be you're doing a puzzle and you're just asking them little questions and they start talking about how they're feeling, what they've seen. Yeah. And so being present would be my would be the, the number one solution there, but it's just continuing to be honest and present. And Eddie, tell me again, just if, if, when do you know that you cross over from kids need to talk it out, they have questions, to we need to go speak with someone, and how do we even navigate that? Um, and, and honestly, we, we set the situation uh, with my own with my own kid, and it, it's when you feel overwhelmed or like your emotions can't handle the emotions that they're bringing to you or where they're at that's the time to reach out for a professional um, because at that time, all you're doing is harming yourself in that space. When you feel like you're falling short for your kid, it's not, it, it, you know, that old saying it takes a village, right? It's that's the moment to ask for the, for the support. So I would say monitor yourself in those moments where that's too much. And I, I don't know the answer, but let's find the answer together. And that's the wording I would use is not that you're broken, not that you need help, you need that space, but let's go find the answer together. Eddie, can you do too much? 
when you're dealing with your children? Um, very much so. You could definitely step into a space where you do too much. Um, but it's when you're the, the doing too much is overstepping your boundaries. Hmm. Can you can you ask them that question if they're doing well too much? No. Can you You cannot a- you cannot ask that question enough? No. Okay. And, and, and your kids will tell you you've asked it too much. <laughs> but in that space, if Leave me alone, Dad. I'm fine. Before, right? <laughs> um, trust me, I've heard that one. But yeah, right. <laughs> it, but it's you you go in that space of going, I care about you. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll stop asking that question, but I expect you to help with me understanding where you're at. And I'm going to trust that you know that, you, that you're able to be there. And so and that obviously that differs between age range. If you're talking, you know, six-year-old to 12-year-old, you're going to ask different questions than you're going to ask to a 12 to an 18-year-old. Um, and you're going to trust at a different level of when is it time for me to stop asking that question. Yeah. Eddie, we do appreciate your expertise, your time, and your comments on the radio. We thank you for it, my friend. You know, I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much, and uh, um, have a good evening. You do the same. Thank you very much. That's Eddie Barnett. He is a licensed professional counselor. She is Dana Wright. He is Sam Stevie. My name is Scott Parks here on KMBZ. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.